and welcome to week nine of the bet mls with d row and Oso show ben we have something to celebrate this week for you you are back in the positive for the year <laughs> yes yeah, been a solid couple of weeks got off to a rough start uh could have been a lot better uh this weekend but you know as we said last week you don't you don't apologize for when things go good for you and you don't get and then so because when things go bad it kind of just evens out so that i could have been really really positive this week if not for uh an utter collapse by the sounders <laughs> who redeemed themselves last night uh a yes. little bit but yeah you you really hope that a two-goal lead even on the road, uh, you hope to hold a two-goal lead. But, hey, you're up yes. almost five and a half units over the last three weeks. You've hit your dog all three weeks in a row, and you are back in the positive for the year. So, uh, And you carried us this week to another winning week, just barely, but we'll take it. Only one losing week on the year, so, uh, so we'll take it so far. Could have been worse for me. Um, LAFC really helped me out getting that comeback. I thought they were the better team against Cincinnati. I thought they deserved the win, but they really helped me out on that to, uh, to keep me from the reverse sweep. And the fire under was really, I thought it was unlucky losing that one. The, the, you know, it, it was zero zero after 70 minutes. I think that you probably could have gotten incredible odds on an over two and a half at 70 minutes, but uh, whatever, like you said, I've had some lucky wins this year. So I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll move on from that one. Uh, just a, a little over a half unit loss for me. No big deal. Uh, and we will move on to week number nine, Ben. It's a tricky board again. And one thing I wanted to mention that's kind of crazy before we get into our picks is I was looking at the standings and right now we're at that middle. We said last week, you know, you're, you're trying to, you're starting to figure out some teams what they are, but if you look like at the uh, Eastern conference, all but two of the teams have either two or three wins. It's like, how do you figure out when three points or four points separates fourth through 14th? You want to look really closely at the numbers because one little random result could change the standings hugely. So looking mm -hmm. at those underlying numbers is really important right now. Yeah. I mean, the standings right now are not something I are really not really look at the standings right now, to be mm -hmm. honest. I'm more looking at the underlying numbers, seeing how teams are playing. Um, because, yeah, they, they've been fluctuating a lot uh, throughout the course of the season. We really, you know, we talk about this every week. We don't, we, we're we still trying to figure out who's good and who's not good. And I still think we're still trying to figure it out, to be honest. Well, one team that, you know, when we talk about the standings lying a little bit, the team, your, your favorite of the week, I knew you were going to pick this team. You did this last year twice. A team that's in the middle of the pack in the Western Conference, you're backing this week. But that middle of the pack standings lies a little bit because they have played every game on the road so far. Let's hear it. Yeah, look, we're going back to it. Yeah, I, I think there were three stadium openings last year and none of them won. That's so right. I think we're due for a win, aren't we? <laughs> due for a win. Uh, look, Nashville, they are a team which I think they are a little – their style fits a little bit better on the road where they let the, uh, the, the opponent kind of have to bring the game to them as opposed to being at home, which they will be – on Sunday uh, for the stadium opener for their 30,000 seat stadium against the good Philly team. Uh, but the number is plus 120. I see plus 125 on another book. Mm -hmm. Look, there's going to be a lot of energy, obviously. Nashville have been playing like a, like a 500 team, let's say, on the road. So on the, at home, that should be better. Yep. But like I said, you know, the style doesn't necessarily fit that. 
But I just, I just think with so much emotion, and I think Philly, they've obviously been playing on a hot streak. Uh, they're kind of due for, you know, maybe a little bit of a letdown here, or not even a letdown, just, you know, they've been getting results. Obviously, you know, last week was just a draw, but they've been getting results uh, basically every week, and they're kind of due for a loss, let's say. And, uh, yeah, we're due for a stadium opening win. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it, last year, the difference between this one and those last year was you did have two expansion teams out of the three. So it was Austin, Cincinnati, who were both really bad. Well, Cincinnati teams. was an expansion team, but you can say they're an expansion. Well, yeah, you're right. Actually, I think I still thought of them as an expansion team. They're terrible. What I mean is, Nashville's been a pretty decent team over the last couple of years, and it's not a traditional garbage team opening a stadium here. This is a good Nashville team. Yeah, I mean Philly also Philly also lost on the road a couple weeks ago. Yeah, uh, to not great Toronto team. So maybe they're coming in a little bit better than uh, you know wanting to win a little bit more than than you would think but yeah i just think we're due here we're due for sure for sure and um and the so i'm gonna take uh my team i'm backing this week is a team actually who's been playing really well um as of late uh montreal so montreal is hosting uh, atlanta this weekend since they stopped playing in ccl montreal's unbeaten uh, they haven't lost in five games three wins two draws and like you mentioned with Philly, Philly's a good team. Well, they went to Philly and held them uh, pretty well last weekend. You know, they got the draw. Um, that's a very respectable result, I think. It's a very sustainable result. And um, and they're do- doing pretty well. Now, they're not – they're scoring a lot of goals. They're not creating a lot of chances. They might be punching above their weight a little bit in their uh, goals to XG. But this is against an Atlanta team that has always struggled going up to Montreal. They haven't won there since 2018. Um, and this is an Atlanta team that, if you remember a few weeks ago, th- if you look at this game in a vacuum, do you remember when Atlanta hosted Montreal? Atlanta got a red card. They gave up two goals in the last 10 minutes, uh, and Atlanta stole a point from Montreal. I think they're going to want to get this one back uh, and, and, and you know, prove a point against Atlanta. And this is a Montreal team that's one of the best teams in MLS recently. Mahalovic is killing it. Um, they've got Kyoto, who's pretty hot right now. Um, and this number coming in at plus 120, I, I got through my road, uh, my road favorite last weekend, not going to do it again. And like, this is, we talked about it. You texted me this. Um, it's a tough board. There's not a lot of favorites here that I look at and I'm like, yeah, I really like that number. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'll tell you in a minute, uh, but I'm not taking Toronto. I don't like that crew is too juicy. Orlando, I don't trust them. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Montreal this week. At, at decent plus money, I think it's a nice number there. I mean, Montreal's been playing well recently. Yeah, I don't hate it. It's uh, I, I think that's a, that's a smart play for, for, for a board like this. Yep, yep. So, next, we are going to go to the dogs. You've hit three dogs in a row here. Um, and this one, the, I don't like betting against this team at home, but this is a pretty big number. Uh, let's hear it. Look, we're going. We're going to Colorado. Colorado is. Uh, they have not won in five matches. Yeah, so they're it's desperate. weird too. It's weird. Yeah, and two of those, two of those were at home. Um, two draws at home, including what was a pretty dismal performance mm-hmm. against Charlotte mm-hmm. uh, last week. They actually got beaten in the XG battle uh, against Charlotte. I home. lost a live bet on that one. I put some not money great. on Colorado at halftime. Look, we know we know Jossie is there now. He's probably going to get the start uh, for the first time this week. Uh, Portland's coming in, uh, three games unbeaten. Yep. Two of those were on the road. Uh, the number is plus 300. I think <laughs> Portland's trending up. Colorado's obviously trending down. Uh, but, yeah, no, you know, we always look at motivation. 
Uh, and, you know, Colorado's got to be very motivated to get a result here. But I think at plus 200, you know, you maybe you'd expect this number to be closer to plus 250, something like that, considering the way these two teams are playing. If you look at the underlying, underlying numbers, Colorado has been a bit better, but they're pretty close in terms of overall uh, underlying numbers. So I think Portland has a good shot here of at least getting a draw. So we're going to go half unit on win, which is plus 300, half unit on double chance, which is minus 110. Yeah, and I actually see it at plus three thirty at another book. So, uh, so shop around a little bit there. I it's been very confusing. To, I haven't watched a lot of Colorado this year, to be honest. Um, it's very confusing. That game, to that me. game on Saturday. I watched most of that game on Saturday. It was rough. Why are they so bad? You look at Dave and I. I thought they made good moves in the off season. They kept most of their team together. Um, was Kellen Acosta like that important to what they have going on? I mean, that it's it's possible seems like they can connect. They can connect um their midfield to their attack and obviously their attack is not the best in the right, league right. uh but yeah, the, yeah there's no connection with the five they play a five uh and just a two they play price and k and they have not been able to connect to the front three really at all yeah yeah and um and yeah like i said you know that uh killing Acosta, one of the best players in the league look at what lfc is doing you know you would have thought you thought they brought in uh max uh last they brought in max for this year mm-hmm. and he hasn't really done anything but he he's that kind of player that you would have expect they brought him on against charlotte he didn't do anything so yeah yep. they're pretty they're struggling right now at three to one or better you like that well i'm going to go to a team that i faded last weekend um and won on i am and and really i am calling this team the biggest frauds in mls through the first two weeks or first two months excuse me the biggest frauds and that is toronto fc this team, when you look at the standings, and like we said at the start of the show, oh, Toronto, they're, they're in fifth place. Yeah, they're looking good. Toronto's has outperformed their XG by nine goals, okay? They have, uh, they have the worst – actually, hold on. I, I had this number. They are one of the worst teams in the league in goals scored. They're, they're fourth worst team in expected goals minus PKs in creating offense, and they are the worst team in MLS in – non-penalty expected goals on defense 16 okay no other team has more than 14 so they have the worst defense in mls one of the worst offenses in mls somehow they're three two and three they're they're a 500 team um they fc cincinnati going to toronto this weekend they're getting plus 280 okay so i like that number because cincinnati is a team that can create goals we i thought they played okay against lafc i think lafc probably just deserved the win but look lafc is possibly the best team in the league um toronto fc is not even close to the best team in the league i think they should be near the bottom of the standings i don't think they're good the they've got some really old legs um at the back i don't really love what they're doing up front you know they're they're not really creating a lot um and if you're giving me plus 280 i'm going to do a half unit on each and double chances right at even money right now or if you want to play draw no bet i think it's like plus 190 um it it comes out about the same either way however you want to play that um so yeah i mean Again, I, I watched most of the Cincinnati LAFC game. They were creating chances. They got kind of unlucky. They could have had a goal or two at the end. And FC Cincinnati is a team that scores goals. Um, you know, they had three against Montreal a few weeks ago. They've been creating a nice amount of chances. Um, so give me FC Cincinnati as my dog this week. I think they're going to go up to Toronto and finally uh, bring Toronto FC back to earth. And by the way, that when we talk about last week just being crazy, 5-4 against NYCFC. You want to talk about Toronto outperforming themselves. They had four goals when they only had an XG of one. 
Okay. That's uh, and by the way, NYFC had a 4.3 XG. So NYFC didn't outperform shit. It was all Toronto FC getting lucky. So and, um, NYFC, I don't know. Is this a new team? NYCFC. I was, I was uh, mumbling my words together. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see if Toronto FC. And by the way, one other thing I'll say about Toronto FC being frauds, they've been beaten by more than one on their XG in all but two games this year. Okay. They, they got to come back to earth. They can't keep outperforming themselves. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take FC Cincinnati to uh, put a hurting on them this weekend. Now this is a team you're backing for your uh, total. That is a team I like to avoid because I never know what we're going to get out of them. They are hosting Los Angeles this weekend. What do we got? Yeah, look, we're we're look we're going to RSL LA. Uh, RSL has dealt with a plethora of injuries mm-hmm. uh, so far this season. They started they started it without Krylock. Um, yeah, they've just been dealing with injuries all year uh, across their whole roster, really. Uh, but yeah, they're they're they are hosting LA. They've had a lot of games that are you know pretty low scoring. You know, a lot of draws, pretty mm-hmm. drab uh, all around. They haven't been a very interesting team to watch. <laughs> there was that 6-0 game, of course, at Yankee Stadium, which was kind of insane. But I think we can say that was a little bit out of character for this yep. team on both ways. On both ends. Look, you got, you got three of the last five are 0 0 one, zero, one, one. Yep. Um, And those were all on the road. At home, there was, there was a 2-2 game. Uh, and they scored a couple of goals at home. But I, I just don't think this team has a lot of firepower. And we're looking at a uh, LA team that has performed pretty well defensively, yeah, which is yeah. kind of shocking uh, <laughs> to be surprising. honest, considering uh, what we've seen in previous years. But if you go uh, expected goals against per game, they are number two in the league. Yeah. They've only allowed more than one goal once this year. Yeah. The last two games, one, zero, win, zero, zero, two, one win and three, one win. Uh, so what they give up three goals in the last four games. This team not give, not giving up a lot of goals. RSL at home. Again, we talk about how this works in MLS where, you know, the home team is, expect, is, is expected to push the game. I don't really see RSL so being able to like break that. down L.A. Yeah. really at all. Um, so it's just going to be a lot of pretty stalemate. And then I think maybe L.A. nicks a goal. Uh, maybe RSL breaks through for one. But there's not going to be three goals in this game. There's going to be two or less. <laughs> we're going under two and a half for minus 106. Nice. I like it. Yeah, that's and that's not a bad number either. Almost getting even money there on uh, on that one. Now, uh, we I'm going to go back to a favorite for my total this week. Chicago let me down. They beat my uh, my undefeated record. And if we want to talk about like I am a little worried because if we want to talk about what would the most MLS thing happening this weekend be with a New York City FC team that has scored 11 goals in their last two games facing a San Jose team. That has given up 12 goals in their last four games and has scored uh, 13 goals. Wait, that's 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 wrong math. 11 goals. So there's been 23 goals scored in their last four games. What would be the most MLS thing? That game going nil-nil probably, right? Um, but no, I'm going to back it. I'm going to keep backing the trends. San Jose, NYCFC, both teams to score and over two and a half. It's coming in at minus 110. It's almost even money here. I feel like you're pretty much betting right now on will San Jose find a goal in this game because NYCFC is, I see no way that they don't put just a hurting on that San Jose defense. NYCFC has played three home games this year. And I know calling them home games, it could be all over the place, but three games. Well, they're all on baseball. Well, I know, I guess one was at RBA. So they're right. right. I was going to say they're all on baseball field. Three games. This week it's at a baseball field. Yes. Two games at baseball fields. They've scored 11 goals. 
and if you talk about three games in the Metro, uh, they have scored 15 goals. Okay, three home games, score 15 goals. They're going to get a couple this weekend. Their team total is like un- over one and a half. It's like minus 250, which is insane for an MLS line. You never see that. So basically what you're betting right now, in my opinion, is can San Jose find a goal? They've been bad defensively, but they've been good offensively. I mentioned it just a second ago. Like they've scored at least two goals in their last four games. Now their two shutouts this year have been on the road. That worries me a little bit. Um, And by the way, for San Jose, there's no Nathan this weekend. He's suspended as well. So they're missing one of their center backs. You could argue if they're missing one of their center backs, is that a good thing or a bad thing uh, for the over? We don't know, but Calvo will still be there. Um, I like this one. Both teams to score over two and a half coming in at minus 110, almost even money. Um, go uh, if, if San Jose can just find a goal in this one. And again, they're like their XG is fine. They're creating goals. Um, I, I think that uh, that they can get that. So let's go to your goal scorer this weekend. A team that's kind of been been a little hit or miss recently. Yeah, very. We've gone to them a lot recently, I feel like. Uh, More misses than hits. <laughs> a lot of misses. Uh, but, you know, again, we're just playing the odds here. This is why this is a betting show. <laughs> playing the odds. It's going to happen eventually. So we're going to Columbus. Uh, <laughs> Caleb Ward has some interesting quotes yesterday or today about uh, Jazzy Zardes. Uh, what did he I don't say? know how the locker room is going to take those. What did he say? I mean, he said this dude sucks. Oh, <laughs> jeez. It's okay, not buddy. great. It's, I mean, the vibes are not good in Columbus right now. Uh, let me pull up the quote because I think our, our listeners would be very interested to hear some of the stuff uh, that he had to say about a player he just shipped out. But we're not going to go to that player. We're a going player to who won Zellera. him an MLS Cup, by the way. Like, yeah, sorry. Relax, dude. Caleb Porter, I just started seeing him miss chances that maybe he would normally make. He's going to keep scoring goals. It's not like he's not going to go there and score goals. But we need a 15-20 goal scorer minimum. All right, buddy. Uh, don't really see that on your roster. Yeah. We need that. We just feel like right now is the time. He's not on the up. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'd All say right. he's not falling off the cliff like some All players right. do. Yeah. Slowly he's going to start going down because of his age and again, we see a little bit more. Hey. Wow. Wow. That's, that's wow. Harsh. What a quote from Caleb Porter. Who would have thought? No, wow. I mean, I would have. Caleb Porter sure. acting like a prick. No way. Yeah. Um, Sorry for the language. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Columbus. Look, they've underperformed the XG by f- almost five goals uh, yeah. this year. They're top five in expected goals per game. Uh, they're playing a team which is bottom five in expected goals allowed per game. It's the second game of the Chad Ashton era in D.C. But let's look at their last five games. Uh, they've given up 10 goals. Yep. So I don't care who, you know, I know Losada was the coach before them, but the fifth one was Ashton against a New England team uh, that has not been playing well, but Look, we're going to Columbus. We're going Lucas Zellerion. We're not going to go Miguel Berry. We think nope. Lucas Zellerion is going to get it going. He had that good first couple games, but has not done much recently. Uh, but he's going to get it going. The numbers plus 175. I'd rather that than I believe Berry was at like minus, uh, plus 130, 140. You get the like PK. That. You get the PK and set yeah, pieces in there too. Exactly. So I'd rather go Zellerion uh, for plus 175. I like it. Yeah. And you mentioned DC has been giving up a lot of goals and it's been spread out to at least two goals allowed in four of their last five games. It's not like they gave up six in one game and had other shutouts. I will say Columbus hasn't scored in five games. Uh, well, they haven't scored in four games. I should say they've scored one goal in five games, but anyways. Uh, yeah. But they're again, they're due. Yep. They're due. They're due for sure. Um, 
I'm going back to uh, NYCFC San Jose for my goal score. Again, I think this game is going to be full of goals. The total is one of the highest of the weekend. Um, you can't bet Tati Castellanos. Uh, he's like minus 140, which even I will say this. I think there's value on Castellanos to score in that game at minus 140. Um, but I'm not going to bet a goal score at that. I'm going to take Tiago. Um, he's plus 125. And again, when you're betting, it's always nervous betting an NYCFC goal score because they can come from all over the place. Um, but at minus 125, he scored three goals in his last two games. He's obviously pegged down one of those starting spots right now. I see a lot of goals in this game for NYCFC. Um, and I am going to go with Tiago at plus 125. This goal score I've been doing really, really badly on, though. I think I'm two and let me look, I'm two and six this year. It's the only category that I'm that I'm down on for the year. So hopefully uh, if I can get this one, I'll be back to even for the year. Um, well, Ben, you're back to even for the year. We're plus 11 units uh, for 2022. We'll take that right now. Let's make it plus 13 or 14 this weekend, Ben. Yeah, hopefully. Again, we don't love the board this week. But I like hopefully. your picks, though. I like your picks. I liked all of your reasoning there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back. I think I'm going to back most of your picks this week. So. All right. We'll see. We'll see. All right. We'll see. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll catch you next time on Bet MLS.